It's a long, long way my feet have run. The road's been long and weary some and long. I'm tired of struggling home. I don't want to give up the fight. I don't want to turn from right by long. My strength.
was sincere need. That the cheta go chafe echo just jobe simbo. Express to you, Lord. That ngatukulaga. How we need you, Lord, to be our friend. And we need to feel our hand in your hand. We need your presence to be with us every hour. Even this morning, Lord, we believe that you are here. But it is not enough. We need to feel you that you are here. It takes a God who has skin on him. Father Lord, because we are physical beings. May we break or may you break Lord into the dimension where we are. Father Lord, may you meet every need this morning. We surrender ourselves to you, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray that you bless the offerings and the tithes. And bless your people, Father. It is not hard to ask Saul. For that's what you promised in your heart. Grant it, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So let us stand on our feet for the scripture reading from the book of Exodus. Verse 25. Uh, I mean chapter 25. We read. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel that they bring me an offering. Every man that giveth it willingly, with his heart ye shall take my offering. And this is the offering which ye shall take of them, gold and silver and brass and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair and ram's skins dyed and badger skins and shittim wood, oil for the light, spices for anointing oil, and for sweet incense, onks, stones, and stones to be set in the ephod, ephod and in the breastplate. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. Uh, Babuli davana ba isidaili, bantuali de chiwebuayo, edibuli muntu omutima gwe gwagaza muri tuala echiwebuayo changi, chinoche chiwebuayo, chemuri batuala ko, zabu, nefeza, nechikomo, noru goyi orwa kaniki, noru furungu, noru miufu, neba futa, nebio yabiembuzi, namariba gendiga amanyike, amamiufu, namariba gengonge, nomuti ogwasita. Amafuta agetabaza, nebi akarosa, ebiokunyokeza, 
amainja aga onuku na amainja agokutona okubera ku kanzu ne kubyo mukifu ne, ne kuchomu era bankolere awatukuvu njoke ntule wakati wabwe the Lord had blessing to the reading of his word mukama gatomukisa kusoma ko chigambo che maybe seated tuleko ah uh, i want to call this subject God dwelling with his people. Amen. Uh, the lines or the statements that you read in the Bible. And they strike your heart. Now this was God instructing the children of Israel to give these offerings and then he said that he might dwell among because here they were going to build a tabernacle and this tabernacle was to be set according to his plan not any way they wanted and uh, then when they built that tabernacle as he instructed Moses and God was to dictate how it should be built and how it should be designed and the materials that must be used and the position where each and everything was to be put and then God said that I may dwell among there. Isn't it wonderful that God of heavens and the earth there are people that he wants to come and dwell in their midst. God camping among us. God Feeling welcome in your house. Katonda Living in your house. God is interested in that. Katonda chochayagala. God wants to live in your house. Katonda yagala God wants to live in your office. Katonda yagala office yo. Praise God. Mukama You have seen uh, an inscription that people always uh, hang in their homes mulabieko ebigambo ebiwandikibwa abantu batero kuwanika makaga and they read like this erebigambo ebisoma webiti god katonda is the head of this house yemutwe gwenyumba eno the unseen guest omugenya atalabika and the silent listener no yomulizo wechama to every conversation eri buli bigambo ebyogerwa and brother brainem um brother branham uh, approved that brother branham echo nakirizganya nacho only one party did not agree with na yesh tundu chimucho kachata kirizganya nacho the silent listener njo yauliriza mukasirise but the rest na yebirala he commanded dela yakirizganya nabyo the god is the head of our home tikatonda yemutwegwa makaga fe and he is the unseen guest. Every time. Every day. 
Every time we meet in our room, God is there. We may see other guests, but there is this unseen one. But is there as there as real as those whom we can see. That is not the silent listener. God speaks. And he speaks through his people. Even when we are together as brethren. And we are sharing conversation. God is there. And many times. God reveals his word to us. Even sometimes more than what we hear in some preaching. Some preachings are shallower than the conversation among believers. Mere have heard many times God speak, God speak to me. When I'm conversing with a brother or a sister. Then what they are speaking, I find it's the voice of God to me. And it is so striking. So powerful. So is that a silent listener? No. Praise God. But he is the unseen guest. God wants to dwell among our homes. Which homes anyway? We are talking about the home of the believer. We are not talking about any home. We are not talking about the homes of the drunkards and the sorcerers and the unbelievers. No. But uh, even those people they have their gods we are gods living in their homes. You, you comb their house. Every corner. You'll find something there. Under the pillow. Above the window of the door. Under the table. So it's different color. They have gods there. They feel insecure. To live in a house where God is not. But because they are blinded to the true God, so they put their things that they think can protect them. They put things in their cars. They want to move with God. To travel with their God. But blessed are the people. Whose God. Is Lord. My God. Is the God of Abraham. Is the God of Isaac. Is the God of Israel. Is the creator of the heavens and Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And I feel so blessed. Just to know that I have this God. Oh, this God has me. Mm. Praise God. If you're here and you're a visitor, know it 
that for us we are not like any other ordinary people no all people were created by God but among the people who are there are people that God calls his people there are people that he calls his family it's us hallelujah amen it is us. We are people of God. You know everyone claims that. But I'm sure that we are people of God. We trust God. We cannot do anything without him. We don't have wisdom if it is not the one who has given it to us. We don't live if he's not the one who has healed us. We don't have any provisions if he's not the one who has given it to us. We have nothing if he has not given it to us. Where he has not taken us, we don't go there. What he has not given us, we don't receive it. If he doesn't heal us, we cannot be healed. So everything he is the first, he is the priority in our lives. We are the people of God. And David said, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. It leads me in paths of righteousness. For his name's sake. He takes me besides two waters. Huh? He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He makes me lie down on green pastures. Mm. He has anointed my head with oil and my cup overflows. He prepares a table for me before my enemies. Hallelujah! That David is shepherd. He's my shepherd. He says, I'm the good shepherd of the sheep who takes care for a reward. Uh-huh. Not as uh -huh. The one who the hiring the shepherd, when uh -huh. he sees a wolf come, he runs away. He runs away. Aduka. But I give my life for my sheep. And my sheep know my voice. And they follow me. And the stranger they will never follow. Are you God's sheep? Not every human being is God's sheep. No. No. For them, we preach to them the gospel. When they find us in the open air, they pass cursing. They pass abusing. They don't want anything to do with the gospel. They're contrary to the gospel. For them, they think the gospel is shouting for them. And they always say, don't shout for us. And for them, they say that the gospel abuses them. Don't you abuse us. For us, the gospel is the most sweetest music in our ears. More than any other music. 
to them it is an abuse now do we have the same shepherd then do we have the same God then it is the same God who created us but what makes him God to you is to worship him what makes him God to you is to worship him in English, Muruzungu, the word God means object of worship. It does not mean creator. It means the object of worship. You can make anything your God as long as you worship it. But those of us whom he had mercy upon and revealed himself to he is our object of worship we worship him above our children above our husbands and wives above our jobs above our cars he is our object of worship he is number one in our lives. He fills our minds. Our plans. Our goals and ambitions. That's why when we shifted, when our church shifted to Zana. Now this place is filled with believers. Every hill. People have shifted from far and near. They have relocated around here. What makes you to relocate to the other side of the city? Because you want to be near church. Near church. Why? Because the word church the word gospel the word fellowship it is so important in your life we've, we've separated from our parents we've separated with our kindreds women separated with their husbands because of the gospel to us, the gospel is life. The gospel is our life. If you take Jesus away from us, you've then finished us. Hallelujah! Amen. This tabernacle we've spoken about, after they had builded it, God separated them into four groups. And he told them the tribe of Judah, this and this and this, they will come in the eastern side. Alauben and Judah, they will come in the western side. And the tribe of Joseph, they will come. For them, they told him it was like that. Ego. They had even tribal symbols. Ego. For this one, they are told him an ox. 
mwalimu abente there are those whose tribal symbols the ox zengandu abukisa they are blessed ze clan ye wafe horas our clan there nte it is the akabiro kungu the totem is ego katatekwe yidire kobe now what about you whose totem is kobe aha bano these ones akabiro the tribal symbol porogoma was the lion atebano and these ones akabiro the tribal symbol muntu was a human being kutogwa muntu the head of a human being bebyo totem zibali nazali those are the totems that they had they were four tegesa meaning banabeno These ones of this side, the anointing that was upon them was the anointing of the ego. Like the ego fights. Like the ego soars up. That's how they are. And this one, the anointing that was on them was the human anointing. Like the human wisdom is. That's how they are. And there is power. Do you know that the power of a human being is in his wisdom? The power of a human being is not in his muscles. Every animal fears a human being. Because there is no animal that you cannot kill. That you don't have power over. Because you are wise. Thanks be to the Lord. There is no tree that you say you're going to cut it down and you fail to do it. A human being does things that are amazing. And if you do your things for by power and by strength, that generation ended. They no longer even fight battles with power. That I'm so strong I don't fear. So I'll take two guns. They no longer fight like that. The most fearful one. The most cowardly uh -huh. person. But with a brilliant mind. Will fight a very complicated battle. Today people. They fight battles from the headquarters. They just sit in one place and press this button and, and send a weapon. You don't have to be there. There is man. Praise God. So one people group was announced by man. Then another group was anointed by ox. What is the power of an ox? Sacrifice. Sadaka. They are willing to sacrifice their lives for the kingdom of God. Praise God. Then the other side was what? Lion. The king of the jungle. The lion kills an animal that is stronger than it many times because it is very intelligent in war. Praise God. So those people were camping around that, that tabernacle. And in that tabernacle, 
there was the ark of the covenant and the mercy seat and they believed that God dwelt behind the as he looked at Israel. Brother Bram said, Brother Bram said if an enemy came from whichever direction before he reaches that tabernacle he has to wipe them one by one to the last. Because they were willing to fight to defend that place until the last person. Because to them that person was all their life. That place was all their life. You take away the holy place. You take away the Ark of the Covenant. The Master Seat. They are finished. So to ask the believers. That is the word. Oh blessed be the name of the Lord. So we must be willing to live for the word with everything. But under Moses' ministry, there was a supernatural pillar of fire. A light that hung with the camp. There was divine healing. There was a shout of the king in the camp. Great signs. Divine healing. And wonders and things. Performed among them. It was a sign. Of a living God. Among. His people. A sign of the living God among his people. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. God among his people. Israel was uh, different from other nations. They are people whose God was Lord. God was always in their midst. The pillar of fire was among them. God separated them from all the people of their earth. And he made them his people. Amen. And he said, As heavens, if, if the sun will stop giving its light and the moon stopping being up there that's when he will stop to be a God to Israel. He said he will never leave them. They are his people. And then God gave them his commandments and his uh, precepts and Doctrine. What he taught them was to be like their culture. I met a Jew in Ghana. 
is uh, he told he told me he's an evangelist Jew. Yangamba mubulizwanjiri omuyudaya. He goes around telling people and teaching them about the importance of Israel in the earth. Atambula tambula agenda igiriza abantu amakuru ga Israeli wanokunsi. And he told me he spoke things that uh, really striked my heart. One of them he said, You see the Gentiles, you read the Bible and you try to adapt. But to the Jew, the Bible is our culture. A child from childhood is taught the Bible to live by as a culture. Like they will teach you you kneel when you are greeting all the people. For them it's the Bible. Like they will teach you Simanyi totula totula kuchinu that you don't sit on a motor unatula kuchinu if you sit on a motor oja kuimpawa you will be short to them jebari they teach them by baba igiriza bible that means that you can ask you stegizo muyuda asubolo kubuza where is it written chawandikibwawo in god is word muchigambo cha katonda now for you they brought you up teaching you just uh, minor little little things for him he's brought up and he's been taught the Bible the God of Abraham the God of Isaac the God of Israel the God who created the heavens and the earth he's our God he told us he taught us he taught us this he taught us that to keep the Sabbath he taught us to give to the poor he told us never lie he told us never steal he told us that this thing it will be a great day in all the ages he told us every uh, boy child in him will be circumcised he told that sign he gave it to Abraham and it will be the sign that will separate his family from the other people on the earth God told us that's the Jew their culture is that whether introductions whether marrying whether getting married Whatever God told us. God told us. Babies and What should I do? How do they treat it? That one. They put it on the lintel. I don't know whether it's right. Where is it written? When you give birth to twins, I know that twins, the twins whatever they have ceremonies, that they, they put certain things there, and then and they have other twins that don't have eyes, don't praise those dead things. Those are the real twins. Now. The jewel asks you. Where is that written? In God's word. Because. Via father. 
Chitabwe is God. Yekatonda. That is their father. Oyechitabwe. That is their clan leader. Oyemukulembeze wechikachabwe. God. Katonda. So their clan is is God. Katiechikachabwe. Katonda. Is the word of God. Yechigambo cha Katonda. And their clan head. Iro omukulembeze wechikachabwe. Is God. Yekatonda. No wonder one time. Techeuni sarumu. He told Jeremiah. Yagamba Yeremia. Go to the house. Gende yenchu. Of the Rachabites. Yaba Rachabite. And pour wine for them. To drink. And he will give you my word there. So he went and called the Rachabites. They were the sons of Jonadab. And he poured wine for them. At that time, in Israel, they drank, they drank wine. As a soft drink, as you, as you eat soda, drink soda. soda. But Jonah, Rachab, uh, uh, Jonadab, the, the son of Rachab, I mean, a grand a descendant of Rachabites, he told his children never to drink wine. And then I. Uh, here is a prophet. Highly respected in the whole of Israel. He calls them. And he pours one for his child of come to serve you this day. And uh, what is that? Wine. They said, Jonadab, our father, told us never to drink wine. So that is a taboo. We cannot defy the commandments of our father. Then the word of God came upon him. Say, go and proclaim to Israel. Tell them, thus say the Lord. Jonadab told his children never to drink wine. And they obey the words of their father. To the dot. But for you, I, your father, have sent you prophets now and then giving you my word and you never obey. The children of Jonadab are blessed. They shall be blessed forever. He pronounced blessings upon them for being faithful to the words of their father. What about these renegade children of mine? In other words, who never obey the words that I give them. Do you know for us if we don't belong to the Kabaka of Busoga. We don't belong to the Kabaka of Uganda. He is not our husband. If you are here and you are the traditionist, don't get offended. Buffet Musota, our husband's snake. No, I'm not the senior man. 
I'm not despising Kabaka, the king. To his people, he deserves the respect as the king of a people. But to us, we have a king. We have our king. For us, our husband is Jesus. And we cannot have two husbands. There he cannot understand us. The world cannot understand us. They look at us as renegades, spoiled people. People who are in heresies. And that one can cause them to persecute us. People who don't obey the king. For us. Our husband is Jesus. We cannot take a human being and elevate him to be our husband. For us, we are a kingdom. That kingdom has a king. His name is Jesus Christ. For us, is the only one who stretched the heavens. He's the only one who stretched the heavens that we know. All the people are bendable. Even a malaria can bend it. And you see him bended. And flu can bend him. And you see him bended. But Jesus is the only one who is unbendable and he cannot He's the king of kings. Who says, I. I have power over death. No one can take my life away from me. I can lay it down and I can take it up to myself. This commandment, I received it of the Father. That's our husband. That's our king. His kingdom is everlasting. Amen. When a prince dies, or a princess, they say, Prince Nanchimbugwe, she got lost from us, from Guru. If she died uh, from Guru, that's what they say. She got lost. We are guilty. Please, King. In other words, <laughs> we were careless <laughs> and we didn't protect her <laughs> enough until she got lost. <laughs> and you also start repenting like that. You are a believer. Can you repent? As showing that you're guilty repenting to the king because you didn't protect the prince enough. The border border hit him. You didn't protect him enough. Cancer took him. The enemy called cancer captured him and he took him. And you didn't protect him enough. 
And you also repent like that. Can you repent like that? Are you bewitched? That's a prophecy. It says, whatever is born of a woman, it has to die. And in a very short space of time, it withers like a flower. Hallelujah. Praise God. So for, for us, the kingdom that we are in, it's a different kingdom. But our king told us, I am the life and I am the resurrection. Whoever believes in me, even when you will die, will still live. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Now, like our culture, as I've said, Bible. our culture is the Bible. You, the believer, also, don't you train your kid, don't you train your child according to that culture where they repent to the king that they didn't protect the princess well. And the cultures in other places, I don't mean only one culture, cultures of the other people. No. Raise your children according to the Bible. God wants to dwell among his people. Now, the other thing, they had to give an offering. They had to prepare a dwelling place. So, brother, sister, brother, sister, you have to prepare a dwelling place for God. He was not God is able. He created the heavens. He created the earth. He created the sea. And he put life under the sea. Who can build him a house? Which house can you build him? Said God. For heaven, the whole of heaven is my stool. Is my seat. And the earth is my footstool. Which house shall you build But yet, he required that they make for him a dwelling place that he may come and dwell among them. That means if you want God to be with you to be your God to be in your studies be in your business. To be in your farming. To be in your ministry. You have to build a place for him. You. It is you to build it that he comes there. It is you to say, in my house, 
I shall have no television. Sija kubamu na TV. Playing that things in this house. This is a house dedicated to God. This is a place dedicated to God. God fills every room of his home. Therefore, no rock and roll, no no lingala in here if i put on a radio in my car it's because i want to listen to some good program maybe to hear what is happening around the world or to Hear some FM. Playing a gospel song. Or to hear some preacher. But when a worldly song comes there. I turn to another station. If I find there is no good program. I close the radio. Because I want God in my car. I dare not drive alone. I want him on the steering. I want his presence in the dashboard. I want his presence on the engine. I want his presence in the passenger seat. I want his presence in the boot. I want him on the, on the, on the left, on the right, in front of the car, behind the bumper. I want him everywhere. Therefore, I will prepare a dwelling place. We ought to be very careful so that we can walk with God. Don't you allow rumor mongering in your car. Don't allow backbiters. You ask them, don't you fear God? Don't you fear God? We want God here. Don't allow the backbiters, the room, the room among us to make your place of work their hub. Never allow that. When you do that, when you allow that, you are chasing God from that place. Don't you ever allow corruption in your office. 
I have a lot to preach. And no time. I wish I, I could put the whole day on this thing. That I may dwell among them. Let them build me a sanctuary. Let them give a free will offering. Gold, silver, diamond, precious Lamb's hair, goat hair. Please that they build me a place that I may dwell in their Hallelujah. Amen. What a nation. What a people. What a group to belong to. Knowing God is with us. We are walking with Him. Brother Branham hunted with God. Brother Branham yaiganga wamune katunda. And you tell him the animals that he's going to kill. Ira yamogamba ngebisolo biyagenda ngokuta. You will kill an animal. You will kill a deer and its horns will measure so many inches. It will be a male deer. This and that. Why would God be interested in a hunter's activity? Hunter. And he tells you what is going to happen in your hunting. God in your hunting. God in your farming. The other day, I dreamt Narota. I have a, a super bull at home. So I it has a, a white patch here in the head. So I dreamt it had fallen down like dead. And I was looking at this white patch. But in my mind, I was wondering whether it is really, it is finished. Or it's still alive. Whether there is still hope. And I woke up. Worried about that bull. In my first thing was to put on my phone so that I can call Brother Talent so that he tells me something about that, about that bull. I tried to call him, his phone was wrong. I tried to call other workers. Then I opened, uh, I looked at the WhatsApp. Then in the WhatsApp, there were his uh, audios. He had sent me a message that that bull is very, very sick. I should urgently send money and the amount of money he specified for the drug. 
treat that bull. I had come from the village like two days or one, I think it was like two days or one day. And it was not sick. It was healthy and But it was treated. And now it is okay. Can you imagine? God concerned about my animals. If he can be concerned about hunting and about your farming, what about your children? What about your children? God is concerned. I remember certain sister here. She's around. I was in Tanzania, if I can remember. Tanzania, And then I, I, I dreamed that he was fallen in fornication. I tell you, I doubted it. I said, this is a very serious sister. This cannot happen. And later on, I discovered it was true. I am in Tanzania. She's not on my mind. And here God tells me. Some of you join wrong companies. Holy silence is zero. There are times you and the silence comes. You feel the mind of people. Are, Who is that? Is it me? You mean the past is always seeing us. But I want to tell you, you cannot hide. You can hide for some time. But you cannot hide forever. God is the pastor of this church. Hallelujah! Amen. So, I'm saying if God can show about hunting animals about the farm how much more about your children and how much more about the ministry there is a sister she's supposed to repent today I don't know whether she has come if she does not come she will be excommunicated as sure as we are here. One time we were praying here. And then uh, I was not around. And then the preacher said, Brother Bate, pray for one another. People laid hands upon one another. And the deacon went to Sister Betty. And told her, I feel you should pray for that girl. I feel in my spirit. Pray for that girl. So she went and prayed for her. As she prayed for her, she felt in my spirit. This girl fell in fornication. And she even aborted. And told her sister. 
The spirit is revealing to me. You have a problem. You fail in fornication. Is that true? Yes. And he's telling me. You even aborted. Is that true? Yes. And now being revealed. She came to me and revealed everything. Because the sister told her, you have to repent. And then she said, I want to see Pastor first. Now, uh, God is concerned. Never think. There are no prophets here. So I can hide. Who told you? God is the prophet. Of this God is the prophet. He can speak through anybody. Through anybody. It may be the first and last time for that person to hear from God about your case. And you can't hide. Amen. Let us go back to the, to the text. And to the context. Now. But we are saying. God. Dwelling among his people. God. In your farming. God in your business God in your studies God in your ministry He's concerned He's caring Ah, let me say another one Maybe it is the will of God for oh, me to, to testify of in this way. There is a brother here. You are hearing now, it's you now that I am talking about. Brother Talent down in Semuto. He sees, I don't know whether he saw vision or dream. And this brother. Is uh, uh, having a woman. I know Mukazi. A second woman. And this woman. Is dressed with her like a Muslim. And this brother is in a marriage relationship with this person. And this is a married brother. Then brother Talent tells me. Brother Talent nangamba. I tell him the best way you tell him. You call him and tell, talk to him. Not me. So you called him. And you told him everything about the dream. And the brother tells him. This morning. I repented to my wife. Because where I work. There is a Muslim woman. We have not fallen. We have not done the act. But the way we are relating. 
And the way we are chatting. And the temptation that is existing among us. We were about to fall. We were chatting like a husband and a wife. So who told you? That you can hide forever. God is concerned. And that's what we want. We pray for more of that. Because Brother Bram said. I'm desiring to see a church. That is filled with God. That sin cannot hide there. That's what we want. And some of you, God speaks to you and you think that it is your own thoughts or your own kind of dreams. Never take it like that. Sometimes it is God speaking. Praise God. 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 Dwelling among his people. Notice. Redeeming back with him going home. Back to eternal life in a human body. Eating and drinking, living forever. Isaiah said. So I, I should begin somewhere here. Now. Uh, Brother Brown preached a message. Brother Brown, we have Christ, the mystery of God revealed. Christu, echama chakatonde chibikuri dua. Then he said that God had a threefold purpose. Naga makatonde yina ebiruvi ruvi amirundi esatu. In Christ becoming a human being. Mu Christu o kuambalo mubiri guno guabantu. And uh, the first. Echisoka. Notice, God has had a threefold purpose in this great mystery secret. Before the world began, the first thing was that God wanted to reveal himself to the people. God God would not want to remain a secret. A mystery. To his children. To his people. So he wanted them to know him. Let me ask you. The Bible talks of when uh, Moses called him and God called Moses and three brothers. I think there were three. And then he called them to the mountain. And then they saw the God of Israel. And then the Bible describes his appearance. He was like fire, like this. So when you kneel down to pray, and you say, God, and just before you, my Lord and my God. In your mind. What do you see? What is that God that you are worshiping? How does he look like? Because you, are, you have to. 
to develop an imagination you should not be praying and what is filling your mind is other thoughts God, this is my need uh, what are you looking at what are you seeing in your mind Mom, he wanted to reveal himself to the people he couldn't do it as a great Jehovah God who covered all space. Time and eternity. He could not. He is too great to cover. To, he is too great to ever be revealed to people. Because it would be too mysterious. How could that great being that ever that never did begin that after you went beyond the cycle of a hundred of billions and trillions and trillions of years of life space and on out into the infinite into and a great creature that was all that and still is so I didn't, that would be too mysterious so that's why he became a human being and is the image of the invisible God meaning if you want to know how that invisible God looks like you look at that one so when you are calling upon God look at Jesus that is God don't complicate your mind he is the image of, of the invisible God look at Jesus when you look at him you have seen God that is how God looks look at his characteristics He's kind. He's merciful. He's all powerful. Amen. Amen. Look at him. Amen. That is how God looks like. He's the image of the invisible God. God wanted us to know him and to identify with him with us. he wanted to identify himself in a human mind level God is so gracious and he's simple he's not complicated he does not want to complicate things for us that's why Brother Branham preached, he said Brother Branham, God hides himself and reveals himself in simplicity. So people miss him because of his simplicity. And they try to look for him into 
difficult equations. And they are, they are stepping on the grass. And God is in that grass. You can see him in that leaf. You can see him in the grass. God is that simple. When he comes to speak to Israel. Because these people are farmers. He tells them plow your fallow he tells them, Nabagamba. I will restore to you what the years have destroyed, the years what the locusts have destroyed. The things they understand. A farmer went to sow his seed. And some fell here and others fell there. That is what happens to my word. He speaks a farmer's language because he's a farmer. He understands that. So he expresses himself in that. If you're an accountant, God will come and express himself in, a, in statistics. So that you understand what he's saying. Because that's why, that's why your, your level of understanding is there. So things you know. He will not come with difficult things. And laws of science. That you don't understand. Oh praise God. So when he wanted people to know him. He became a human being. And he turned water into wine. And he spoke to the he spoke to the raging sea. And he turned he, he, he multiplied bread. And healed the sick. And raised the dead. And he was tempted. He overcame temptation. And he suffered hunger. He suffered headache. So that he can sympathize with a human being. When the human being is suffering. And he was forsaken. By his friends. And betrayed. So that when you are betrayed. When you are forsaken. You know how to stand. He was there before you. He understands. And when you are saying, God, even, even my friend, my brother, has turned against you. You, you are speaking to someone who knows what it means to be forsaken. And you are taking his example. So he took the form of a man so that we can understand God. On our level. And that one purpose was reveal himself to the people. Blessed be the name of God. Second, to have preeminence by this in his church which is his body. You call me Lord and Master. So am I. 
Jesus was too meek and humble. Yesu yali muombefu nyo atenga mutefu. But he never denied to be our Lord. Na yete yega na kukubira mukama wafe. And our master. Ilango muigiriza wafe. And every niche must bow. Every tongue must confess that Jesus is Lord. We must know who our head is. Amen. Which is his body. The bride. Till he could have preeminence to express himself through through them. And thirdly, to restore the kingdom to its rightful position that fell by sin by the first Adam. Back to where he walked in the cool of the evening. With his people. Talked with them. Fellowshiped with them. And now sin and death separated them from his presence. And his entire expression. To restore. We are the kingdom people. To be restored. To our rightful position. He came. To restore us. The kingdom people. To our rightful position. That is his will. Please. Come back. Come back to the kingdom. Come back home. Wherever you got exiled into. Into sin. Into death. Into unbelief. You are nervous. You are weak. You are suffering from amnesia. You don't understand who you are. But come back to your rightful position. You are the kingdom people. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. You see, by all this, God to have preeminence. God dwelling among his people. God enthroned among his people. Notice redeem back with him going home back to eternal life in human body, eating, drinking, living forever. Plant vineyards and eat the fruit. They will not build and another take it. The children won't take it. There with their offspring. We will build it and stay there. Amen. He don't build and si, another eat. Si he Simba, his bride. Going back with him. Redeem back to the original Adam and Eve again. For death is left behind. They look back at the cross and see that death has been paid. The death has has been paid. And now we are back. Now listen, friends. Whatever will be. Chona echinabera is now. Chiriwokati. 
but na ye that will be the the fullness of it echo chija kuba obujufu bwacho praise god kama atendirizwe we have eternal life already mubuliwo wanotino bulamu obutagwawo we already seated with christ jesus in heaven mubuliwo tudine christ yesu mifebyo muguru but that will be more ne yate chirichija kweyongerako real ngachanamadala not no obstructions ngate wali wobiziyiza te wali wobisikiriza what we are seeing in a in a glass chetubadenga tulamo glass will be now face to face karichija kuba maso kumaso so whatever jesus died for karichona yesu yasasulira mukufakwe was to restore us back to that chari chakutuza yeri echo We may not have the full restoration. Twinzo kwande tunafuna kuzibwayo kujude. Today. But it's already been paid for. Na yecha asasulirwa da. But we have it potentially. Tuchirina muchitundu. Because today. Ubango rwalero. We still suffer the sickness. Tucharwara. We even go for operation. Tugena ne tulongosebwa. We go for doctor to hospitals. Tugena marwalero. But that will not be that time. Ne yecho techija kubayeri. But all has been paid. And we have a forward test. We have uh, an earnest. We have an earnest. We know Amen. Mm. So all that has been uh, now. That time He will dwell we shall dwell with him We shall live with him Behold the tabernacle of God is with man and God himself will dwell with them He shall be their God He shall be his children and he shall wipe all tears He will wipe all tears from their eyes There will be no more cry Now that is in the new world. All in the millennium. But does that mean today? That is not camping with us. He is. But that will be the fullness. The full manifestation. Hallelujah. And now by faith we are resurrected with him. Sitting in heavenly places right now. Looking back to what redeemed us. Waiting for the husband to come. To march on home with him. You see here he is here spiritually. Now he is here spiritually. That time will be with us. In the faith. Real body. We shall see him as he is. As he is. Praise God. And we shall be putting on a body like his. And we will shake hands with him. And we, we will eat with him. Oh, praise be the name of the Lord. But here now it is spiritually happening. All that that will be is now spiritually going on. But that will be more. It will not be in a glass. It will be in a full and real manifestation. 
Oh, praise God. Threefold purpose of God manifested in Adam and Eve. In every prophet and down through the ages. He that is come. He that which is. Which is to come. The whole manifestation. The revelation of the word of God. Adam and Eve going back. Home again. Redeemed. God making himself known. Let me tell you. It will be very interesting to Adam. You remember when he was driven out. And when God told him. My word was you eat on this, you die. Now sin had separated them. Although Adam tried to hide, God came and gave a better remedy for a covering. He was covering in leaves. God slew an animal. Removed the skin. And covered him. Brother Branham, he said he saw it like in a vision. Adam was wrapped in a skin. An animal. And it was, uh, it was uh, fresh. And the blood of an animal was streaming on his legs. And he could hear the sound of the skin. Whapping. As Adam walked. With his beloved wife. And Papa was sending them out. Of the comfort. Of the garden of Eden. What a misery. And God looked at them. As they walked out. His beloved children. Now they have been defeated. By sin. And he is losing them. He is losing fellowship with them. And as they were moving out. And God told them stop, stop, stop. He said the seed of the woman. The seed of the serpent. Shall lose his heel. But the seed of the woman. Shall lose his head. He promised them. Of the Messiah. That will come by a woman. God creating a seed. Because a woman has no seed. This was going to be a God, God created seed. In a woman. A woman's child. A child from a woman. Without a papa to claim. But he comes from God. Seed through a woman. Shall bruise. The serpent seed. That was a promise. Of the Messiah. That was a promise. Of Jesus Christ. A stone cut without a hand. A virgin born son of God. God 
made flesh. Emmanuel dwelling among us. He has power over death. He has power over sin. He is the resurrection and life. Hallelujah. He is the Alpha and Omega. He was promised there. The mighty conqueror. The great redeemer. The savior. Our king's man redeemer. When this is defeated. Death when it swallowed up in victory. It will be swallowed up. Death will lose. His will lose his victory. My children, I will have you back when he manifests upon the earth. I know my redeemer. Redeem. Skin worms. Destroy this body. But in my flesh, I will seek God. They all look to that promise. One day, it was going to happen. And today, we are not looking for the future. We are looking at history. We are saying, Tugamba. it happened. It happened. We are saying it will happen. We are it happened. Death has been defeated. Sin has no power. He has already redeemed us. Oh, blessed be. But when he looks at Jesus, and since Jesus suffered for it, Amen? But, but, his anger for it was the same. But Jesus faced it for this person. And outside of the blood of Jesus, his anger will be released from it. When I say outside, because the blood of Jesus does not cover every place and every time all eternity. No. This is what I mean. This blood, there is a time it was shed. So there is no tunnel covering. That's not what I mean. But let me explain it. Now, the blood of Jesus today it is covering the whole world that all sinners will not fall into God's hand of judgment. There is a shield that is shielding his judgment. His wrath. 
there is a shield. His wrath is still there. But there is a shield. And that is the blood of Jesus. Now, then there are people who get totally, totally and permanently covered by the blood. And eternally, those are people who repent and accept Jesus Yesu. what he did for them. And then they receive his spirit which baptizes them like hiding them into his body. The Holy Spirit hides you in this rock of ages. Rock of ages. Clave for me. So God will not find you because you are not on your own. You are in Christ. It's like a loving mother when father is running after you because you have uh, uh, offended him, annoyed him, and then you, you run to the mother, and then the mother protects you like this. In other words, to beat him, you beat me. And the father is looking for you and he cannot find you because you are shielded. That is Jesus. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you are shielded by Jesus. Rock of ages. Clear for me. You are hiding there. And the father's wrath is as hot as it is. It has been. Never be deceived. God is wrath. For the same sins. That used to. Where he used to express it. And he will open the ground. And it will swallow people. That same wrath. Is still as it ever was. But. Jesus is shielding us. Rock of ages. Clear for me. Let me hide myself. So when you repent to him and accept his blood to wash you and he gives you the Holy Ghost you enter in him you are hiding you are and you are shielded eternally. And God cannot whip you. Because he has already whipped Jesus. When Jesus hid you. God whipped him. On the cross. He carried your sins. Hiding you. And run to him and hide in him. 
the same wrath is waiting there. And now look at this scene. God will not look at that person for 400 years. And every child you produce still has a layer of that thing. God turns away. And that child produces another. And there is still some layer. And that child will produce another. Four hundred years. And then Brother Branham asked, Brother Branham where did it change? Some people make a drop in there. Where the people who are born outside. Marriage will not be saved. They will have to go to hell. That doctrine is not true. But there are statements of the prophet that almost suggests that it needs a balance. Brother Bram said that time the blood of animals was weak. It would not divorce that sin because of its weakness. But the blood of Jesus Christ today it is so powerful it can divorce that sin. It can divorce that seed. But now remember he says. Where did he change that? In another place he said that. In another place he said. Where did he change that? This is what it means. His hatred for that sin. Is still the same. And his punishment. Is still the same. Where? He has not changed his mind. On the way, he hates, he detests. But, the blood of Jesus is so powerful. That blood works for who? It is for him who has repented. And turned from sin. And hides in Christ. You who is still playing around. And the grace that was given to you, take it as a simple thing. And you know I got a boyfriend. And then I got a girlfriend. And then I fell again. But now. You're just playing around with things. You fall and you stand. Fall and rise. You're coming. Then you're not coming. God has never changed his attitude. About that thing. 
and his judgment is still as it was. Listen, one day you're going to die. And you go beyond where that shield of blood is. And then you'll face it fully. The policeman will say you'll face music. You'll face music. Their penalties, they call it music. If you die, when you're not in Christ, same, same thing. Penalty. The way God hates that thing is what you're going to face. Listen. There are people who will go to heaven when they didn't even get saved. But he'll tell them, I was hungry, you gave me food. They didn't know about salvation. But they did merciful things to their bride. Now when Brother Branham says, where did God change his judgment about that thing? About the product of adultery. And then he comes and says, the blood of Jesus takes it away. That blood, God has never changed. That blood works for those who have accepted it. If that child would accept salvation, and he runs to Christ, and hides in Christ, Jesus will forgive that child like he forgives any other person. There is nothing that will be counted on that child. Like all the rest were not worthy, but what makes them worthy is the blood of Jesus. Without the blood of Jesus, you believing and accepting it yourself, and you forsake sin, and you enter in Christ, God has never changed his mind on that sin. What is adultery? is to be born outside of a holy marriage. But I'm not saying holy marriage, but outside marriage. To be born outside marriage. Let me ask you. You who are born by hajj, who have four wives, were you born in adultery or not? You were born in marriage. Not holy marriage. But it was marriage. Because if you touch Haji's wife, 
you will see what will do ono muchala we this is his wife simuganzwe ne mucha not his lover but his wife and the whole village knows it that's Haji's wife that is marriage under polygamy which is not holy the way it should be but it is still and when Haji is his second or third wife he doesn't go hiding he doesn't call his wife that let him meet in a bush or in a certain restaurant there. Here we have a culture. Uh, even the culture where I come from, that's how it is. Uh, boys used to admire a girl or a woman. And even now those things are still going on. But these days, uh, they do it when they have agreed. But those days, they, maybe they would not even agree first. You want to marry, and you, you get your colleagues, boys, strong boys, like five of them, and, and you go and lay, wait at the well. When she comes, and you and you carry her and she shouts and kicks, kicks and you run very fast with her and you take her inside this man's heart from that day she can no longer go back to her home because already she is defiled she becomes a wife now she starts cooking. And later on you go to the parents of this girl and you introduce yourself. And then you agree the number of cows you're supposed to bring as dowry. Ten cows and the ones that you're supposed to bring as a punishment, five for carrying our girl. And you pay those cows let me ask you is that a holy marriage or it is evil marriage the children that are born there are they illegitimate or they are not they are not that is marriage that one is different Honey, sweetie, I love you, I miss you. Honey, sweetie, let us meet in the paradise guest house. Paradise guest house. That is different. The product of paradise guest house is what God would hate. For 400 years. Katuluzanti. I mean. Some of us. Or some of you. You were produced in proper marriages. But not the Bible marriage. But it is marriage. But then some were a result of. Fornication. We are not saying that some are more 
vulnerable than others or some are more holier than we are all filthy lost until we are found by Jesus. But that sin of fornication it is it is Dirtier than any other. Chichafunyo okusinge chibi chilela chona. Sin is sin. Chibi chibi. But some are more stinking than others. Nyebi mubi unyanyo no kusinge. To God. Erika tonda. Whatever it is. Imagine. God never said if a man has stolen. Katonate ya gamba anti omuntu wababi. God will never look at, at him for 400 generations. Katonda tali mutunulira ko kumala emya mirembe bikumi bina. Kujajjawo yabba for your grandparents stole. Embuzya neighbor we his neighbor's god. No lwecho. So I'll not look at you. No, neda. Newe kibanti wazali mu kikolwecho. But if it happens that you are born in that act and your children will be accepted and your children's children their children's children whenever you bring birth or you give birth to another one a layer will be taken off because for him he's more innocent than the ones who came first now the one that will also produce a layer will also be taken off he's more innocent than the ones who came first and the one that he will produce also until 400 years now we who have now known the truth that is how we should hate to mess with strange bodies. A strange body is a body of a man that is not your husband. That is not your wife. That is a strange body. I mean, this message, this preaching helps us who have known the mind of God. To hate, to dislike, to detest that thing that smells that terrible to him. That is so ugly to that extent. And it's not just a summon to make you that fears you know. Outside of Christ, you will face the music. How ought we to run to God? To love him and to obey him. And to believe and to trust Jesus. And never even look aside. What, 
I'm finishing this quote and then I close. What if you did that in so called Christians 90% of them would die before daylight. Right Let me tell you. You who received a blessing and you are born in the message. And you are born in message believers. It ought to be a law. You have to be a virgin. You have to, you must. You gather and was found outside there. It is the one that was found outside there. Doesn't know God. Doesn't know the word. At least it is understandable. But you are a child who is born in the message. That's why you see. Just to show that God hates it. That's why he said the woman should not preach. Let her be ruled. And whenever you bring forth a girl in the Old Testament, because the woman had committed adultery, whenever you bring forth a girl child, you would spend some days when you are not clean before God. When you bring forth a boy child, those days were fewer. Fewer than the ones for the girl. And even today, it's hard to bring up a girl child when she has not gone mad than boys. Here there is a sister who prayed, God never give me a child who is a girl. She's here seated before me. And God gave her only boys. I'm not justifying that prayer. No. We should have whatever God gives us. But girls, the way they can deceive. I have then laid with my cousin. I've been there at my cousin's place. And they have been in fornication. To raise a girl. She keeps herself clean. To marriage. That's why Brother Brown said if it was brought here most of the so-called Christians would die before the day They are cunning and wise like, like the serpent itself can escape from home and claim I was kidnapped. Yet she had gone for fornication. She spent the night in a disco with boys. It's like when the devil deceived her, it left its fang in her. Fang of lies. The Bible says this is the way of an adulterous woman. After she has eaten, she cleans her mouth 
And she says, what have I done? I've done nothing. Even if they catch the woman in the act, she will say, did you see me? And even in the word, if a girl defiled herself or a woman, some of you boys, you don't know the word. Sister, I wanted to marry you. I wanted to know your condition. Are you a virgin? Who bewitched you? Let me ask you also, are you a fool? She's not a virgin. Are you the one who defiled her? She has to be a virgin. She has to be and stay as God created her. And she doesn't also have to ask you, are you now a virgin also? For me, if I'm a virgin or not, it's not, you're not concerned. You're the one who fell with a snake, with a serpent. You have to come asking marriage from her expecting that she has to be as God created her. If she's not a virgin, it is her duty, it is her responsibility to tell you her condition. Should she accept you when she's not a virgin? You realize later, even if you have stayed in marriage for 10 years, the word of God allows you to put her away and you marry another. And that permission is by Jesus. All that shows how God hates that. And in that, God gave the man a preeminence more than he gave to a woman. She's the one who has to tell you her condition and to inform you how she defiled herself. She should explain herself. Explain. For you sit and just listen to her explaining herself. And you sit cross-legged. And tell her, huh? I've heard. Let's meet in heaven. Or you tell her, Oh, I've forgiven you. But you're not obligated even to forgive her. You say, Okay. Let's meet in the resurrection. I'm seeking for a virgin. I don't, I'm not seeking for fools like you. Who, 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 who go defiling themselves with strange men. I'm not looking for fathers. Brother, it's foolishness to accept a man who is not your husband to sow his seed in you. And after he defiles you, he goes laughing. I'll not forget, as we are still in Katwe, 
There is one boda boda man I came across and he was laughing. When I stopped him to take me, he said, women, because women are fools. There is one that just now <laughs> I've always been taking to the board and I've been sleeping with you. Now women are fools. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Now if that's not foolishness, then what it is? What is it? How do you define yourself with a man? A strange man. Whosoever looketh upon a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her in his heart. Now what about that? What about you sister that presented yourself to that man like that? You are just as guilty as if you did it. Oh, but it's all right. Pastor is afraid to say that. Because why? His denominational headquarters will kick him out if he gets straight on that. That's They don't take the word. Jesus said, it's true and he's the head. Now notice, God making himself known. Not we are not supposed to make converts to Christianity by government, by a government. But by the revelation. The Christ in you. As God was in Christ. As God was in Christ. Christ Christ in you. When you when God was in Christ. And God was in Christ. Christ in you. When what God did in Christ. Christ does in you. What signs did God in Christ. Christ does in you. Oh isn't that beautiful. Oh my. Jesus said at that day. That is this day. At that day, when this revelation is made known, you will know that I am in the Father, and and the Father in me, and I in you, and you in me. When the revelation is made manifest, at that day you shall know that I am the Father one. I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Then, when the revelation comes forth, then it's I in you. And in me. Me. There you are. See the manifold. What bring back? I don't want to uh, uh, preach this sermon to continue with it any other day but another Sunday. God willing, So Simba Wakati. Now. Make a comma. We Uta, shall start there. Put a comma there to get another Sunday. Sunday in Dala. When God gives me grace to stand here, we shall continue with this subject. Of God dwelling with His. Praise God.
So let us continue on. Loving God. Fearing Him. Fearing to offend Break his word. Loving him with all our hearts. Amen. Amen. As we wait for his coming. Serving him with a pure conscience. And with a, with a sinceality. Of heart. Amen. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a sanctuary. Sanctuary 